ProWrestling.com, joined by John, John Clark tonight to talk about WWE NXT 2.0. John, how are you doing on this fine Tuesday evening? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Well, I'll say mixed. I'll say mixed. Um, though, uh, just, I guess, as, as a general disclaimer, I was just telling John, so not to be uh, repetitive with him, but uh, the, I missed the first... Not the first hour, but I, I missed a solid chunk of the first hour. I was on an interview hyping uh, up uh, Ring of Honor Final Battle this weekend. So I, I was not able to literally watch the first hour for the most part. I called the Steel Cage match to open the show uh, for the most part. Did not catch some of the other things in the in the second half of the first hour. But then I called the entire second hour. So that's why we're still here uh, and not postponing. I, I hate postponing postpone on you guys. I, I try and you know make every show that I can. And, and even if it's something like this... Uh, you know, we, things come up. We try to press on as best we can. Uh, I caught the big things. I caught what whatever you want to call happened with Johnny Gargano at the end of the show. Don't you worry. We'll talk all about it. I have a lot to say. Before we do, just to remind you all this show, again, we do here is available on all of our streaming platforms. So at SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, our podcast, uh, whatever it may be, we've got you covered. And right off the bat, Maya Lee is saying they love NXT LOL. I don't know if that's like sarcasm. I'm going to... Um, for me, and maybe I'm projecting. I think that's sarcasm because I, I, I don't love NXT anymore, my friends. Um, if you do, like we talked about this yesterday, DJSCA gave uh, Raw a 9.75. If you're loving this stuff, more power to you. That is what I always say. Like You go for it. You enjoy it because that's what we do here. We try to enjoy this stuff. Herman and Sing was a good show. Um, you know, I don't know. Uh, Two each is to each his own. For me, uh, I am, I maybe do a fault. I am very much um, biased uh, for by any show. If it ends on a very good note, I'm gonna come out of the show feeling pretty darn good. If it ends on a pretty crappy note, I'm gonna come out of the show uh, feeling pretty crappy. And that is exactly what Brian Everett is saying here. He's saying, "Hey guys, oh man, Johnny did not deserve that at the end." So let's dive right in because I, I have thoughts. I'm sure John, you do too. So as we all know. Lots of uncertainty about Johnny Gargano. Nobody knows what his future holds. His contract uh, reportedly expired uh, earlier earlier this month already, and then he signed a one-week one week extension. And uh, last time we checked, last time we heard, he was still negotiating for that. Uh, or sorry, for for a new contract, he was still weighing his options. Like no no firm uh, decision had been made either way. So obviously, we talked about it at War Games on Sunday with uh, the the two team of, of of young guys going over and kind of firmly ending the black gold era but after the show johnny organo said he would tell fans everything uh presumably related to his future tonight on xt and he kind of did uh but not really he 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 looked back on it on his run in xt the run that he has had his his humble beginnings the heights that he enjoyed the the support of the fans we even got a cameo from from his wonderful dog padme much love for that wonderful dog uh and he so it comes out in the show Talking about all, all this stuff, a very emotional message. The man comes out and he's already like tearful. He's already like pretty much crying. And I and I'm like, uh, like I don't know. Is he going to say he's leaving? I don't know. Um, they're kind of giving this very emotional message, and then admittedly, uh, the the crowd kind of choreographed it. They were kind of like reacting to something, not what he was saying. They reacted to something happening. The camera panned kind of like close close in on him as that was happening, and lo and behold, he got attacked by Grayson Waller. John Grayson Waller. Now I know uh, some people in the chat. Nesha, I think, has before said that she's been a fan of Grayson Waller. Grayson was in the War Games match on Sunday. Grayson is one of the the new guys here on NXT 2.0. They're trying to establish 
they did not have to do Johnny Gargano like this. I wish they didn't. Um, because he even said himself, like he said, he does not know what his short-term future holds. He, in February, he will start the most important job there is of being a father. Um, so we, we at least know that will be a thing, and that might uh, prompt him to take time off, or or he might just you know take time to do that for a while. Um, but we didn't really get an answer about what exactly he will be doing, whether he's leaving NXT, going to main roster. But Grace Walmart beats the man down after he gives uh, this emotional speech, and then he uh through power bomb him through an announce table after like kind of like snapping his neck in, in a chair so very clearly gargano will be taking time off but this infuriated me in a sense of like you don't know if gargano's gonna stay at least as we see the maybe for all we know maybe they do right maybe maybe i'm wrong but from the fans perspective of we don't know if he's staying or going so this very well could be the last time he'll be on wwe tv on nxt I thought he deserved better than this, and I wasn't a fan about it. John, what, what, do you, what do you think about it? Uh, well, it's certainly a regularity to uh, have a wrestler get beat down or take a loss like this at the end of the, at the end of their time. This could have simply been all that was is uh, uh, not a passing of the torch, but a, a, a vintage write off. Waller. Um, I'll be honest, as many people on Twitter were, and I don't know if I should feel bad for this or not. Uh, I didn't know who it was, honestly. <laughs> I, I, I I did not know who it was uh, right. until until I got on Twitter and saw people saying that it was Grayson Waller. So one thing is certain, and that is uh, the fact that Grayson Waller will never be a babyface now. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Waller no, gets the heat moving forward. Uh, this left a lot of questions because it didn't answer or confirm whether or not Gargano re-signed or, or was leaving. He could have re-signed and, and possibly not main roster, but will stay in NXT and have kind of help build younger stars, such as Waller. Uh, but as far as the actual promo itself, I thought it was classy for them to do this, to, to give Gargano time. Uh, to kind of break that fourth wall. They don't really do that very often. I, I, I think Edge had done it recently, and I can't... Daniel Bryan might... I don't even know if he did it, uh, but I can't remember the last time anybody really did something like this. I thought it was pretty touching, uh, and, and it just solidified what everybody thought that Gargano was the face of NXT. And I stand by this today that the best wrestling match I have ever seen in my life includes Johnny Gargano uh, and, and NXT War Games or not NXT War Games, NXT TakeOver Philadelphia whenever he wrestled Andrade. That is the best match I've ever seen in my life in person or on TV. And I thought um, this kind of even further migrates away from Tommaso and Johnny being the faces of NXT and, and literally uh, we know Pete Dunn reached on. He's not going to go anywhere, so I'll, I'll exclude him. But uh, Tommaso may be the, the last one standing in regards to questions on, on the future. We know Roderick and, and Dunn are staying. Gargano is and – and he said in February. So he still has over two months before the kid's actually born. So you got to think, well, when the kid's born and stuff and taking care of that, it very well could be six months before he decides what he's going to do. Yeah. So by that point, Waller could be uh, he could be a big guy. He could be still where he's at now. He could be released. Who knows? I mean, it's 
And we'll see what happens there. But uh, talking points I had coming out of this one were one, Grayson Waller is a, a clear heel now, and he instantly shot to be one of the top heels in NXT. Secondly, uh, no clear answer on Gargano's future, which is contrary to what we're going to talk about later, somebody else's future that we've got a pretty obvious answer of what's going to happen there. Uh, absolutely, and we'll, we will get there, but lots of comments about all of, of the Gargano situation here, and I definitely like this one from Brian Everett saying, Cole versus Gargano at TakeOver New York is his all-time favorite Gargano match. That was pro- that's probably mine. I miss Gargano's, like, maybe the, the early part of his kind of peak in NXT, uh, the Andrade match, that kind of run there. I was um, at that one, too. Yeah, but I, I loved that one with Cole. I thought he was, that was like that stretch of NXT there remains my favorite for the brand. Uh, that, that's why I loved NXT. I just like, and, now, and now here we are. Uh, not going to go into there, but uh, well, for Gargano here, uh, DJ is saying it doesn't sound to him like Gargano's leaving. It just seems like he's going on paternity leave. Maybe he'll come back. Destroy Joy Waller after that. Bill O'Reilly is gone. Um, <laughs> uh, DJ, we, I brought up your your raw rating because because uh, we appreciate the positivity. I'm, not, I'm I I mean I mean that sincerely. I mean I said that as to say like, hey, I didn't really enjoy the show tonight, but that if someone else out there says, oh, I thought it was great, that's all. It's all subjective. That I that's all I was meaning by that. But definitely uh, sounds like he's agreeing with the idea that maybe Grand Grand will be uh, taking time to be a father and then going from there. Stephen uh, believing maybe on the kind of contrast of what we're seeing otherwise that both O'Reilly and Gargano will, will be taking time off and that both will come back. Uh, we'll talk about O'Reilly uh, in, a, in a minute here. Uh, again, more more thoughts about uh, Gargano. Nesha also predicted that uh, he would be going home to be with his wife at least for now. So I think I think anybody could really uh, see that coming in that sense, at least in the short term. Admittedly, myself, I just kind of wanted a little more. Uh, of, a, of a decisive answer, like if he, is he saying we're going, and then maybe he doesn't even know himself, and I can't fault the guy for that. It's obviously a very, very complicated situation. Uh, John, you're talking about Grayson being uh, very much solidified as a top heel. This was the first time that I could recall hearing a, a WWE, WWE crowd, especially chanting the the words "piece of blank." Uh, so they were very, very, very upset about uh, while we were talking Gargano here, um, and uh, I just saying that that Grayson hated so much for this attack here. By the live crowd, people on Twitter definitely just seem to be down on it as well. Um, yeah, but uh, definitely, I mean, there, there's something said for that. Josh Heffer saying that's how you get heat. And I will say, yeah, I'm watching this, and I was legitimately, like, pissed off. I was like, oh, my gosh, they're doing my guy, my guy Johnny like this. I can't believe it. And, like, yeah, I know that's a wrestling work. So, like, I, I, I understand that. But at the same time, like, there, to me, there is kind of a difference of, like, actually being kind of, like, pissed off, pissed off. Uh, and, and like being mad at a heel doing a heel thing, uh, where it's like if this were a storyline, again, you could kind of safely see him, oh, Gargano's going to come back, he's going to get revenge. We don't know that. We don't know that. So that's that's me why I was pretty upset about it. Uh, but again, more thoughts coming in. And as far as saying he does not think Gargano's going to leave, doesn't know what's going to happen. Again, maybe he'll take time off with his wife. I think that's a safe bet at this point, but we're uh, very much in the dark about what would happen after that. Uh, and again, others uh, are saying that it's predictable that they're going to beat down the way they did to, to officially write them off. I agree. I would agree. Shawnee Cuff pointing out that that's what Dodo usually does. DJ as well, saying this is kind of some more uh, par for the course in that sense. But uh, and yeah, and then you, John, you had said you, you didn't even know it was Waller. Ben Logan saying that he did, wasn't expecting it to be Waller. And part of it, for me, that was part of it as well. It's like I didn't think it'd be Waller. I'd be like, if they wanted to make Braun Breaker this top heel, that'd be a great way to do it. But then, uh, as you said about Waller, then you could very much, uh, pretty much confirm that he will not be a face anytime soon. 
Steven was saying he thinks Gargano would be back in the spring. Lots of just thoughts. Lots of thoughts about what might happen next year, and you just don't know. Herman saying John Deere to AEW confirmed. Definitely not confirmed, but it does remain an option here uh, among other other things that are on the table. So, uh, boy, boy, oh boy. Well, Sam Chambers, an interesting comparison. not sure if I agree, but saying that Waller is Austin Theory 2.0, I agree in the sense that in a very short period of time, he has been uh, built up in the sense that like he kind of like arrived, got got a pretty. I think his first match that I can recall on 2.0 was against Roderick Strong, and then kind of didn't, and he kind of feud with LA Knight didn't do too much, and then all of a sudden, boom, off to the races with with War Games here, uh, and there you go. And now he's tagging Johnny Gargano in this very high profile spot. So, boy, yeah, I mean, I don't want to belabor the point. I just. I, yeah, I, and I, I could easily sit here and say, oh, for up to me, but I thought it would have been maybe a, a more fitting, uh, satisfying, uh, better, uh, dare I say better, better ending for this, at least for, for the stretch of Gargano's career. Like whether he comes back, whatever happens next, I don't know. But, you know, just given that moment of saying, I don't know what's, what's happens next, I'm going to go be a dad, and then kind of writing off, pretty much writing off on that sunset. I know that's not exciting, but sometimes I, I, I just want to kind of like, conclusive outcomes like okay he's gonna go away and then if he comes back great and if not all right but at least he got kind of that send off and he didn't hear and gotta gotta press on so i might as well kind of dive into the the complete opposite in a way uh, of uh, another guy that very much uh his future is uncertain but we had he had a more i'll say a pretty more firm uh send off in, in a way he had uh, it was kyle riley facing uh von wagner in a steel case match at the opening of the show this was set up after Wagner tried to turn heel on O'Reilly at War Games. O'Reilly had him scouted. He had a steel cage match coming out of it. And here you go. Good match. You know, I thought it was fine. You know, again, Kyle Riley's great. Von Wagner. All right. <laughs> not going to knock the guy. I thought this was good. A good chance for him to be in the spotlight. Um, still not really seeing, like, the, the distinct persona as much. But this was a good way to just kind of make him a heel and give him like some heat, I guess. And that had been kind of lacking previously. So that's that's a plus. Um, and then so he wins the match here. Definitely a big uh, get, he got the rub there. And then he attacks Riley after the match. And much like Gargano, as we were saying earlier, this is a telltale sign that you're you're writing somebody off for for some period of time, whether that's a week, a month, or or. In, in, in the WWE universe forever, because for all we know, uh, uh, Kyle Riley will be moving on to other things. And we and again, we don't really know. But with him, Johnny and I were talking about this on Sunday. I just feel like the writing's on the wall. Like I, I, I at this point, I could see her going to stay, go go be with the baby and and the wife, come back, still be the face of NXT. Everyone's happy. It's great. It just feels like O'Reilly has such a strong linked aw with adam cole and bobby fish um and he hasn't and he really doesn't seem to fit with nxt 2.0 of, of this new emphasis on the characters and the entertainment and the goofiness that we've been seeing um so it's really increasingly hard to overlook some of these things and to think that he actually will be staying uh that's what he's saying here as well but john what do you think about the still cage match and with uh, von wagner winning and uh a, a fairly kind of clear uh at least clear hint that, that o'reilly might might not be sticking around 
Uh, I think it's pretty obvious he's done. I thought tonight kind of indicated that uh, some people are making assumptions about where he's going. Who knows? But I definitely think you know, everything you've said is pretty much spot on. He doesn't really fit the mold of what they want. Uh, I think he just was in the wrong place at the wrong time because he had all that momentum after beating Adam Cole around WrestleMania season. And then these changes are implemented. Of course, Adam Cole leaves. Uh, Bobby Fish leaves. You got just the uh, Samoa Joe thing went down and he pretty much left and it, uh, the dominoes fell and I think he was just a, a matter of circumstance and he, he was gone. Not gone as in like left, but I think he was just like he was done for. I don't think he really set a chance after that. And um, speaking about the match itself, it was physical. Uh, you know, Wagner looked dominant, looked very strong. The, the goal they had tonight I thought worked. Uh, a pinfall or submission only still cage match what was a smart idea nobody could run away post-match attack also pretty good uh, it solidified Wagner as well uh, as kind of a heel so we'll see how how much of a bump these two can can kind of uh, keep in regards to their momentum moving forward yeah uh, I, w- I do want to point out Dave J pointing out that uh, on Twitter thank you hashtag thank you Kyle for, for Kyle Riley is trending uh, a lot of pictures of him kind of waving to the crowd, uh, making making the rounds on Twitter. Uh, one person at the show apparently reportedly said that he kind of went around the ring hugging uh, referees and, and the ringside crew and whatnot. Pretty clear sign that he might not, might not be sticking around. Uh, but that's hearsay, right? I'm not, that's definitely not a, a firm report or anything. Uh, again, again, until they officially leave, until they, they have a, 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 a valid report even breaks that they're gone, we've got to kind of just leave it at who knows. Um, but yeah, no, if he is leaving, this is a good way to you know, help help out the young guy on, on your way out. And so Von Wagner can be uh, positioned at least for, for success. Brian ever pointing out that so he's, he's still not sold on Wagner. Uh, and looking back on it, saying that O'Reilly needed to be the next NXT champion, John, as, as you said, I think it's definitely like a, just he was a victim of circumstance and, and, and bad timing, uh, where uh, previously he was very, very underrated in, in NXT. Then he had this, this great stretch with matches with Finn Balor and a lot of the, the, the top guys, as viewed of Adam Cole. Uh, and then, John, as, as you said, you know, the small Joe and everything, it's just kind of, you know, the, the timing didn't quite line up and other, other circumstances got in the way. And he was one of the guys that really got, got the short end of the stick. And, and then with the 2.0 revamp, especially with the emphasis shifting away from uh, the wrestling, you know, uh, it's just, a, I think that that was almost a, an, an inevitable outcome. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, this, this is an NXT show, so I don't want to go off in the AEW uh, realm here. But again, I, I say it's pretty easy to, to connect those dots. Uh, Michael, Michael Covington, at least in, in the NXT sense, saying, even when they were feuding, Adam Cole had said that Kyle needs him. Uh, and ironically now, if Kyle does leave, kind of like the, a weird, like... <laughs> like it was like, true. Not, yeah, yeah. And, and that's, not, that's not saying that Kyle doesn't need him. But for me at this point, it's like, as we were saying, it's more the circumstances went the way they did. And, and, and with Adam leaving and then Bobby Fish following, also getting released, you know, Adam left for like Bobby Fish got released and that's so that made sense. Now, if Kyle also chooses to leave, uh, he, he makes that choice to, you know, to be with those guys to do something which, which could be pretty cool. So, you know, uh, if, if he does leave yet again, I, so I was saying, I said it until I was blue in the face on Sunday if, if, if about Johnny uh, for Kyle Riley. If, if Kyle leaves, he's, he's been great. 
I've really enjoyed him on NXT. He's an amazing wrestler. I wish him the very, very best. And I'm sure he'll do great things. Uh, whatever comes next, whatever comes next. So uh, that was one thing, de definitely a big talk point coming out tonight. And yet again, we still don't really know what's going to happen. So uh, one thing that we can seemingly kind of bank on was, a, uh, or I should say is a future match or something a little more a little more to the story for Cora Jade and Mandy Rose obviously Cora Jade had her breakout moment at war games winning the match for her team she confronts Mandy Rose of toxic attraction uh, after she basically said you know bring it on uh and and Cora took her up on it wearing a, a, a sling on her arm obviously banged up after war games um Mandy turned her down but said hey you know I won't you're not going to be the one to, to beat me but I'll, I'll still beat you up and then Raquel Gonzalez kind of backed up Cora Jade uh, to keep that kind of going there and then they later disagreed about who, who should get the title shot of the two of them. Uh, so maybe some some looming can they coexist wonderfulness uh, coming up here. But uh, at the very least, I thought I said this on Sunday. I, I thought it would make sense to 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 roll with that, where you have this breaker moment for Corey Jade, and she wins the War Games match, and she gets that established moment for her. Uh, that, that that's where she will became could become this top star. You roll you roll right out of that into the street with Mandy. It makes sense, and and yeah, I, I say it all the time. I just want things to make sense, John. So at least here we're getting something that makes sense. So I'm happy to see that. Yeah, I, I agree. It definitely made sense. Uh, I'm interested to see what, what they do as far as moving forward. How are they going to book certain things? Who are they going to like? Who are they going to make look strong? Who are they going to kind of, uh, I don't want to say make look weak, but kind of uh, make vulnerable, I guess you could say that. Yeah. Uh, but someone who, who has not been looking vulnerable is Corey Jade because she has just been shining so brightly here. Uh, Eddie Zahari, I mean, she's even just going off of your guys' comments in recent weeks. She's really kind of won people over. Eddie here is saying that Corey could be a future woman star in the WWE. And John, she's 20 years old. It's crazy. You know, she's she she had a great run. Uh, I admittedly, I, I should say she she like kind of got a lot of experience in a pretty short amount of time on the independent scene and then. You know, gets a, gets an opportunity to be in WWE, and and now she's she's twenty years old, and, and she's got a, a very very bright future. So that's a, it's going to be exciting to see how she continues to grow from here on out. Uh, and she also got a kind of a maybe someone's blessing when when Kaylee Ray gave as DJ saying hardcore the green stinger bat. Uh, that was one thing we saw at night where uh, Kaylee Ray just very briefly popped up, gave her the bat so she could uh, have an equalizer in her feud with Toxic Attraction. There, DJ very very high on Cora, saying Cora is the best. She's a future Hall of Famer. Um, we'll see about that, but I think she's definitely, <laughs> she's, she's, she's definitely uh, enjoying a very, a very successful stretch here. Uh, and as I said, I think she, the, the opportunity is there for her and, and she continues to grow and thrive here. Very, very bright future. Looking forward to see what she does. Uh, everyone's, <laughs> everyone seems very high on Cora. Brian's saying here, uh, that Cora reminds him of AJ Lee having that potential. Now, not that I like that comparison. I think they have a lot in common from a physical standpoint, from a general, like, uh, personality standpoint. Uh, Nash just saying she likes Cora and Steven saying Cora has a very great future. So it sounds like our viewers here very much are all aboard the, the Cora Express here. So, uh, if they uh, press all of this, I could see them doing a title match at New Year's Evil. I think that would make sense, even if, much like we just saw on Raw, even if Cora loses, uh, having the chance to kind of prove you can hang with the women's champion on Raw, it was uh, with Morgan with Becky Lynch. That's a win in itself. So at this point, at this point that might be my uh, my prediction for that one. But uh, one thing that, uh, don't quite know where it's going, we saw uh, Santos Escobar facing Zion Quinn. 
this was a, a continuation of the feud between Zion and Legado del Fantasma. Obviously, Electro, Electro Lopez uh, teaching the valuable lesson. Um, the, there's nothing more dangerous than a woman scorned. Obviously, when, when Zion Quinn uh, rejected her, essentially, she's been on a, a, a warpath ever since. Very, very good match. I've said it before, but uh, Santos, Santos Escobar, very, very talented guy. Uh, I think he could be a, a, an absolute top star for NXT, for the main roster, for, for anybody. I think he's just, he's just got a lot of potential. And he, he's a very experienced guy. I was listening to an interview he did a while ago. Uh, he's been around for, I think, like 20 years. He's like a lot. He's older yeah. than he looks, and he's like, he's got a lot of experience. So, like, as soon as they, like, kind of, if, if they want to give him that chance, he could easily take the ball and run, run with it there. Uh, but he wound up, uh, wound up beating Zion, Zion Quinn due to some, Unusual interference from Legado del Fantasma. Electra slips some brass knuckles onto Zion's hand, and the referee kind of caught it. And during kind of uh, the referee trying to stop him from seemingly trying to use the brass knuckles, uh, Santos uh, capitalized on his distraction and pinned Zion for the win. That was very good. Maybe uh, say not so much to any, but it was a good match. John, what do you think about a Zion, a Zion not, not getting the win here and where we might be going moving uh, forward with this one? This is confusing to me because you have people helping other people, but then not helping them. And then you have people winning, even though they shouldn't be winning. And it's just all of it is just confusing to me. I don't really understand where they're going. So I really can't make a an, an accurate prediction or a guess because I'm just so confused by like, what, 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 what are we doing here? Like, what's the result? they are envisioning because normally with these feuds we can kind of tell like okay the end result is this or they're building towards this in this case no idea nope <laughs> uh but the national with a prediction or maybe a little bit of analysis here saying that she thinks that electa lopez likes zion quinn and that's clearly i think like the the underlying thing here is that she she likes like likes him if you will and, and she wanted to kind of like you know, maybe start some more than a lot. We said this like weeks ago and then when we first saw uh, a little kind of hint of this. So that this might be kind of a, a spiritual successor to Index of like maybe it's some kind of romance thing, a little bit of forbidden romance kind of thing. Um, and, and, and Zion rejected her. So now she's kind of the, this heartbroken woman and, and she wants revenge or whatever. Or or maybe they'll, they'll end up together anyway. After all, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the holiday season. Maybe maybe they'll have a nice Christmas uh I don't know resolution you know i don't know uh I, I don't know i don't know where it's going um it was interesting that I, like it was weird the way the way it was framed they made it seem like she was trying to help zion win very very briefly and then it turned out to be oh like the, the referee was distracted and all that kind of stuff but uh definitely unclear about where we might be going but on the same on the same token brian everett's saying maybe we'll see electric break away from legato to line with zion that's an option uh, if, especially if, if the romance here is, is the, 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 the preferred direction, I can see that, uh, especially, especially, um, if they kind of put index on the back burner, which was kind of did that tonight, we'll talk about that in a minute, but I mean, I, I've been enjoying having that kind of, as long as the, the, it's a good storyline, I think it's, it's cool to have like a romance kind of, uh, play out on NXT. I've made it no secret. I, I love the index stuff. It's it's a it's a variety show, especially especially now in the, in the 2.0 era. Why not like lean on the fact it's an entertainment show? Like you've made it so clear, it's not really a wrestling show. Not like not the bottom line. Um, so maybe maybe we'll do that. Maybe maybe we'll get the the the, the second 
uh, NXT romance here, uh, in this case of uh, Electra and Zion. I think it could be pretty good. One thing that was not pretty good, John, that I was hoping, that I was hoping would be good, that I thought would be good, that I thought would entertain me and satisfy me, and it didn't, was the reveal of the MSK Shaman. John, I have seen too much riddle on my screen this week. It is a Tuesday night now. We're coming off of Raw, where they had like segment after segment after segment of Riddle and RK Bro and the RK Bronament. And you roll. And thankfully, this is one segment. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not criticizing NXT overall for uh, having too much Riddle, but the the cumulative effect of two. I'm on a Riddle overdose right now, uh, and the fact that I thought this would be not this. <laughs> like, John, you, you you and I were just saying Sunday night. We thought it would be somebody new you had said something that we haven't even seen before i was thinking maybe a return of some sort granted this is technically a return because riddle wasn't an xt but i meant like like an elias or something riddle and and like and 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 dj's like you know where's it going you know like is is there is there uh, is there an end game is there a future here was this the plan or or did they kind of stumble onto this one they had the so they had the reveal and and riddle was trying to teach msk his his way is using his um, not some mysterious substances um, th- that they all like to uh, to use, but uh, I don't know, man. This and and the ending with Gar- with Gargano like definitely left a bad taste in my mouth. I'll say that much. This was without a doubt very disappointing because when you're looking at all of the possibilities that we had discussed, I don't think we ever even envisioned. It could have been this, but at the same time, like, like this comment doesn't make sense. Like, how did we not just connect those dots? Like, the marijuana, the weed, the just everything in general. Like, Riddle would be who comes to mind, but like, that's how. I don't know. Whatever don't word know, you man. want to call it, it's just we 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 had no idea, and I don't think this is going anywhere. To be to be frank, I just think this is a one time deal. That's that's um, the impression I got. Yeah. But looking at you know when, when they did this and kind of how they how they introduced this to be him was just so random. Yeah. And, and, and the fact that all he really did was pull them to be themselves. Like okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know how this really benefits uh, MSK. Uh, Grand maybe maybe a brief. If you if you like this, if you're like, oh hey, it's Riddle, cool, he's one of the MSK. If you if 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 you're actually like that, you probably like this, and you're like, okay, cool, you know, they got the kind of, they got they got the rub there of, of being in the segment with Riddle, um, and obviously it makes sense. The MSK, formerly the Rascals, and Impact, they had a lot of segments where they were, um, I guess I'll just come out and say, getting high, and that like that was very much the clear subtext, um, and, and and that's what they were pretty much trying to kind of. Not pay tribute to, but very much along that same vein here. And that's just saying she enjoyed it. Again, I can I can knock this stuff to like as much as I want. I'm never I never I never mean like hey you should enjoy it. If you enjoyed it, like that's great. I'm glad. Like all I want is for everyone comes to enjoy a show or at least enjoy our shows. As maybe if sometimes that we don't enjoy whatever show we're covering. But if you like the, what what we're talking about, that's great. I'm not telling you hey you shouldn't like that. That is never my intention there. Um, and that like like. And John, as you said, like in a way, it's, it was so obvious, and I overlooked it. And so maybe I'm partially frustrated with myself because, like, I like mysteries, and I just 
overlooked several obvious hints there. With Nesha pointing out, like for, like the one segment they had, what was in the bag? Obviously, they had some uh, some substances in that bag, um, and that that's very much something that Riddle was known for. We all knew season. what it was. Yeah, and I just I overlooked it. I overlooked it. I'm I am not an ace detective. I'll say that much. Um, yeah, but no, I I don't know. I it's fine, right? Especially especially in a way, it's like because it's not going to go anywhere. It's like, all right, you know, onward and upward, I guess. Um, if, if, if it was like Riddle's return to NXT and we had to deal with them every week, I might feel a little differently. But if this is the one-off, it's, it's the resolution, it's fine. Could have been a chance to do something else. Could have been a chance to have a new a new character, if you will. And not that the Shaman needed to stay around, but I don't know. But this definitely felt like more of a cameo kind of thing uh, that we won't be really uh, following up on. And that's fine. Stephen Chambers agreeing, saying he's getting tired of Riddle. Uh, he's asking Randy Orton to RKO Riddle. I imagine we'll get there soon enough. Um, you know, just gotta, gotta wait that one out. But Nash is saying you can never have enough Riddle. So again, that John, you, you and I talk about this pretty much every Monday. Riddle is very much a a, a a divisive figure there. So if you like him, great. Probably enjoyed this. Good for you. If you don't, like me, uh, oh, no, there, there are weeks where, where I like what Riddle does, and there are weeks where it doesn't hit. But we can move on because, again, it's probably one one-off thing. It doesn't really matter. So, one thing that has not been one-off thing, uh, or I, I, sh I should say two things. I should say, well, hold on, hold on. Nesha saying she's saying I'm sorry. I like Riddle. You don't have to apologize. There's nothing to be sorry about. If you like Riddle, more power to you. Like that's practically my slogan at this point. If you like something and I don't, cool. Like we are allowed to disagree. Wrestling is one of the, or I, I should say, just entertainment overall is the most subjective thing there is. I'm going to get on a soapbox for a minute, but like, just because I don't like something or John doesn't like something or anybody, any one of us doesn't like something and another person does, neither one's in the wrong. It's like, I just don't like the way the character's written or the segment or the segment came across or or the way that something was booked or followed up on or whatever. Like, that's Or I don't like, it. or I don't like AEW. Oh, you. <laughs> hey, you but, just said, you just I said. Know, but, uh, you know, everyone, my, I, I, I said it on the show of Robert once and, and he lost it. So I'll say it here. My mom told me when I was five years old, John, everyone has their own cup of tea. And that is a very true thing, especially with wrestling, where it's like you can, you can, you can love NXT 2.0. You can love Monday Night Raw. You can love AEW. You can love John's shaking his head. Absolutely. Uh, you can love it, like whatever it is, right? And whatever it is. And the very like this is the uh, any other person could have that same cup of tea. I, I mean, now I'm uh, now I'm running with the metaphor. They they drink it. They're not gonna like it the same way you do. Everyone has their own taste, and that is that is the way wrestling works. That is the way entertainment works. I'm I'm not trying to get in a rant here, but like, no, sure, like, you gotta apologize. Like I'm I'm not trying to like crap on Riddle, but like, no, there there are weeks as or or this like this reveal I was kind of like curious about, and and Riddle being the 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 big reveal was a letdown. My, Michael, is, oh my gosh, we're getting off on a food tangent. Michael's saying every, not everyone makes a good good cup of tea. It's like mac and cheese, it's just not good. But like your mama makes it. Um, for me, it's funny because like, I love coffee, and there are times I literally make, make my own cup of coffee, and I don't measure it. So sometimes it turns out great, and it's just a random crapshoot. And sometimes uh, I I just I, I don't measure it right, and it, it turns out very watery, and it's awful. And that's my fault, but like I don't know where I'm going with that, but that's just what I thought about with Michael there. But yes, wrestling, entertainment, ever like all of it, it's very subjective. Uh, if I like something and you don't, 
that is fine. I'm not going to knock you for it. I'm like, not at all. Well, you want to talk about something that we don't like. Uh, I, I, got, I, I got, huh? Jacket time? Well, no, but yes. Um, <laughs> whoever the heck Valentina, Feroz, and Ulisa Leon are, which maybe I've just been living in a cave, but it, it took on toxic attraction tonight. And I was like, what is going on? Uh, Toxic Attraction is not a team that is supposed to squash people. The match was messy. It was a squash, and it still felt like it went on too long. Um, and I, I have to be honest, like Toxic Attraction has not proved themselves against any top competitors at all yet. Uh, we keep getting a rivalry tease between Cora Jade and Mandy Rose. But now there's a sling on her arm, like, okay, so what's going on there? Uh, Rose cannot be like a Isaiah Swerve Scott and not defend the title for the next three or four months. That doesn't work. And then he loses it on, like, the first defense. Um, uh, man. Uh, Luke says it's done 65 plus. I mean, of, of course, of course, uh, while you're not wrong there, it's the fact that for people that are actually watching for more than what what Mandy says they're watching for during their promos, um, I would like to see now that they have solidified themselves as as Jerry Lawler would say, eye candy. Um, they they need to actually do something in the ring, whether it be skill wise or even story wise, that makes sense and builds up to something, but. Uh, I'll you give your opinion on that, but I, I want to lead into the fact that I think we did get a tease of potential uh, female team with uh, Indy, Hart, Indy Loomis backstage and uh, a promo that we saw there that I think might might set that up. So go ahead and give me your give me your thoughts on the parts of your traction, and then you can uh, lead into this your best part of the show, the index. <laughs> go ahead. Right, you are puppies, um... Luke. Puppies. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, there's, there's lots of things, dude. And that's just saying, well, she loves Jay Lawler. She's not even a great guy. He just signed a new WWE contract, so he'll be sticking around in the in the world of WWE. John's pumping his fist. More power to you. Um, boy. Um, well, the thing is, with, with Toxic Attraction, yeah, they're not a team that has beaten a lot of top-level competition or, or really done much as a duo, as a champion, since they won the titles. But for that very reason, this is why they kind of needed something like this. They they beat a team of, as a DJ had said, woman jobbers, for, for lack of a better word. And they're not jobbers in the sense of, like, enhancement talent. These I think uh, Valentina definitely has been on 205 Live. Um, uh, blank on, on the other name. I think they've both found 205 Live. and they're But they are lower on the totem pole of people that are kind of starting out, and they're not the champions. So it would make sense to have a squash match where it's not so much about a squash of like a powerhouse beating somebody it's it's more that they're the champions so they can easily beat this team pretty quickly and, and not have it be this this big competitive match um so that's fine and whatever happens next if, if it's core jade competing with mandy if it's raquel uh team up with mandy someone someone had said that before in the comments here then we might see that and then that's spinning off and do a thing with mandy um I'm not quite sure how the, the cards are going to follow there. We're talking about the one Sunday here, Brian Everett saying he thought Caden and Casey were in line for a title shot. I think they're in line. I don't, I don't know if they're going to uh, 
you know, do that, but they're, they're one of the few teams they've got at this point. So I'd imagine that's at least an option on the table. They should do, uh, national point out. She is one that said they, they should do that, that, uh, Cora and Raquel teaming up there. So yes, a good, good, uh, speculation there. No, I would imagine we'll probably see that because they don't have a lot of teams. Otherwise, Brian said a minute ago, he thought the women's division is weak here. I don't think it's weak overall. I think they don't have a lot of depth in the women's tag division. Uh, and that's really the problem. That's been the problem really since introduced titles like we said it months ago they should have just had the one set of women's tag titles then had a bounce around between nxt Raw and smackdown so then you've got the ability to have you know you don't run into the problem that there's just a, a clear lack of a lack of depth like that so um definitely need tag teams definitely need, need to uh and uh, especially in the women's division here so i had so much of a problem with, with this you know squash match like that but uh, moving forward, probably probably assume that it will be Core Jade, Raquel, uh, kind of, and, and maybe some, maybe Kelly Ray. Maybe maybe they'll, they'll keep the War Games like thing going, and that that makes sense. Um, and also with, with the squash match, yeah, they lost, but this is ironically kind of the way that uh, Gigi Dolan and Jason Jane arrived on NXT. They were losing matches, they weren't really doing much, but they're still getting on the show, and slowly but surely just kind of getting that experience, and then. You know, maybe getting built into, uh, as they did, and now we can see about Valentina Furrows uh, get, getting built up there as well. So, you know, I, I didn't so much of a problem with that. I didn't think it was like a great part of the show, but it was, I thought it was like harmless in, in the sense it was just a, a good win for, uh, for 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 toxic attraction. So, uh, with that being said, here. Uh, Oh yeah, not sure agreeing that could be this, that six woman tag team. I think that would make sense. Uh, someone had said earlier that um, we could have Persia Parada probably break. Uh, oh, Steven said it. Steven saying Persia could ruin Dexter and Indy. So John, you had, you had said, uh, let me set the, set the stage for uh, the the ongoing return of of, in, of of Index. We saw Dexter Dexter was return at War Games, snuck out from under the ring. He had a match with Kamal Hayes tonight. Very surprisingly. Uh, Kamala Hayes did not win this one. Now it was the DQ, and I, I know, I, I know. Obviously, it was not like Dexter pinned him, and he Dexter was never going to pin Kamala Hayes. Was uh, with XC 2.0, it's one A and one B with Ron Breaker and Kamala Hayes. They are both very much um, the 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 leading guys here in 2.0. But I was pretty surprised that they just they didn't have Kamala Hayes pin Dexter because again, that is what 2.0 has been all about. Uh, the 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 new guys, you know, really getting established here. It's what we saw at War Games. Uh, so I thought this was a good match. Kamal uh, attacked uh, Dexter's hand, his, his injured hand. Trick Williams got involved. Dexter scared him off. Uh, 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 Trick saved Cameron Grind. Uh, sorry, Cameron. No, Kamal Hayes. Pardon me. Uh, when he was in the silence. So it feels like we are getting uh, more of that storyline there, which is cool. Cool with me. Then later in the show, Indy Hart all backstage of Persia. Obviously, we've seen it for a couple weeks now. Uh, Indy has been very, very distraught over, over the ongoing absence of uh, of Dexter. Now she's very, very happy he's back. And uh, Persia had said, okay, yeah, he's back. So now you got to focus because, like, we, you've been off your game. Now it's time to get back on track. So, we could, so ironically, as we're ta talking about the, the one's tag division, maybe now that the that Indy could could focus, maybe maybe they'll rise up the ranks there. Or, or as Steven, Steven's saying, maybe we'll have uh, this romance kind of be the team's downfall. And that's been kind of teased here. Uh, in recent weeks, John's shaking his head. I'm not sure what option you prefer because you've been uh, an outspoken critic of, of Index before. So I'd have to assume that you'd want to end uh, at the earliest opportunity, but you don't. You don't look too thrilled. Or no, now you're copping. I don't know what you're thinking. I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> I don't want the team to disband between India and Persia. I do, however, would like to see some uh, 
I I would love to see some like uh, Jerry Springer, Mari show drama where uh, Purge gets into it. You know, her and Dexter are kind of fooling around, and then Indy's like, well, "What's going on here?" And then it's just kind of a three-way love triangle, and then it all dissolves, and then they all hate each other, and then Index is gone, and then we have a big, big drama. I'm all about carnage, and this is the perfect way to do it. But, but, I'll be realistic because it's probably not going to happen. Let's just do it this way. Uh, uh, let's do it where Persia and Indy are trying to focus as a team, and it, uh, maybe they win a championship or something, and Indy realizes that they need to focus on the team, and, and Dexter's not happy, and he opens up his suit, and there's the axe. You know, there's the axe. So he, Pulls out the axe, and we have some kind of story from there. John, you remember like a couple weeks ago, like we got off in this like wild tangent, like of this like murder mystery of like one of them we got like killed off, and we go from there. <laughs> My God! Hey, well, we you never know because with all these uh, black and gold contracts coming out, eventually Dexter's contract's gonna run out. Maybe he's wanted for murder, and he gets locked up, and then he's gone. <laughs> If Dexter Loomis leaves, that would be a, an amazing way to write him off. Um, I mean, you, you mentioned, like, you're not necessarily thinking it's likely they're going to break up the couple. Stephen Taylor's joking that we could have the divorce, and that reminded me. You remember Law and Otis, when, when Otis and the Miz were in court over the Money in the Bank briefcase? That'd be something that's pretty, that we could be pretty fun about having <laughs> some. And obviously, that, that's 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 a slippery slope. Every, everybody has a judge show now. Jerry Springer has one. Steve Wilkos has one. Everybody has one. Why not just give like I, I don't know, like I mean, William Regal wouldn't work because he's never on TV. But there's somebody that I mean, maybe Andre Chase or Duke Hudson or somebody give him a court show and have this on there. You know, uh, who knows? But I do think with. With with Johnny gone and Candace, you know, at least gone for now, the way is pretty much gone. Theory's gone, so you only really have Indy and Dexter, and I don't think it's going to last forever. Uh, and of course, it would be weird if they just kind of quit addressing it on TV. I mean, I don't know how they're going to handle it, but I certainly think that uh, this tag team is uh, is going to be a challenger for the championships because they're really the only ones there. Yeah, I mean Brian. Brian saying that uh, he likes them, but he compares them to the the new iconics. Hopes they don't get split up. Uh, uh, definitely, uh, you know they, they could get built up here. But uh, <laughs> still on the subject of this murder mystery here, Luke saying if something bad happens to Dexter, the number one spec, the number one suspect, right here, John Clark. That will be very premeditated, my friends. Oh, John, you're, you're well, gonna need an alibi if that if that day ever comes. Yeah, I guess I will. I'm gonna have to stay on the show here with you to be like, I wasn't there. I'm here with you. Oh boy, what a time, man! If it, like the day NXT goes off on, like on, on that deep end, we've officially lost it. But they've already kind of lost it because they took two teams with um, not great gimmicks, and, and now they're they are doing something with them because Jack Party. I don't. I don't know. What, I don't know what we're doing. Jacket time and Grizzly Young veterans were backstage. They were with Brooks Reed and uh, Josh. Josh Briggs. Brooks. Brooks Jensen. Well, I don't even know. I don't even know anymore, man. And and uh, somebody's sleeping under the bar. Somebody. Somebody. John. That was May Ying. May Ying, of 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 Tian Shaw 
so like randomly repackaged to be this this random person sleeping under the breakfast bar with a sleep mask just like, like <laughs> popping up i'm like mm -hmm. i don't know something about that i'm like we've officially just like wore off the rails man i mean i don't know obviously we, we've we've known this is not the NXT that that, that uh, at least I myself that I once loved, but something about this. You've got Jack of Time I, again. I said on Sunday <laughs> I missed the segment, but apparently, Ikemajira was taking a crap backstage in a vignette, and I missed that because of Peacock. So thank you, Peacock, for for depriving me of that quality content. And now this. If you don't have Peacock Premium, you don't see the promos because you see advertisements. Now. No, man, I, I got Peacock as part of my phone plan, all right? I'm not going to show the extra, like, five bucks a month for Peacock Premium. To see you track of time backstage, go to the back. Crap. My gosh, man. <laughs> um, what is this? Oh, like, what are we doing? I don't know. This one, okay, first of all, this was an odd way to give the Creed Brothers a loss, because uh, they did lose to Brazen Benson. Uh, this, this, All of this is only to set up the next challenger for Imperium. Uh, the Creed brothers feel like the most challenging challengers, like the, <laughs> the realistic challengers. Like, but their dominant streak is over. Like, they just lost just like that. So it looks like Jensen and Briggs are going to get a shot, and they're almost guaranteed to lose. I don't really know. We have all of these rumors and who's going on that Walter is potentially interested now in being in the United States. All of these scenarios where will he be in the Rumble? Will he be in Raw? Will he be in NXT? So, I mean, there's a wild card there. Uh, who knows what's going to happen there? And then, of course, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't There's. I, I came into tonight expecting Johnny Gargano to provide a promo that gave us answers. And with everything that happened tonight, I came out with five times as many questions and no answers. Nothing at all was answered tonight. Uh, we had no information on. Uh, we have a two man. Commentary booth now with Phoenix gone. No information on if we're going to have a third one or go with two from now on. I assume we're just going to go with two. Uh, we have no information on uh, anything regarding like NXT championship picture. Like what, what exactly is going to happen next? When that's going to happen? No build, no announcements or anything for New Year's Evil, of course. And, and, then, and then to top it all off, we basically get the departure of potentially two of the biggest stars that have been in, in at least the brand for, for quite some time. So, uh, just a lot of confusing components that showed me. Yeah. And you know, parts of it were good. And as I said, I thought the, the cage match was, was pretty good. Um, again, admittedly, uh, good. Way, I mean, say what, what you will about Von Wagner, but that's, that's just, it, that's one thing that does make sense. So that's, that's a good thing. Um, for him and whatever the future does hold for Cal Riley, Johnny Organo. I'm looking right now, apparently after the show, uh, people at the, at the, uh, Capitol Wrestling Center were taking pictures and apparently Gargano, uh, is seen hugging Kyle Riley and Shawn Michaels yeah. and is in the ring with Tommaso Ciampa. Um, yeah, pretty pretty clear. At least, or, I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe that's just a recognition of the end of, end of the era. Maybe that's uh, a sign of what's to come. But boy, that's it's sad, man. Especially, you know, we talked about it. I'm not going to belabor it, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's rough. You know, uh, DJ saying NXT's gotten out of out of control and it's falling off. It's rocker. Uh, again, with the stuff like some of the things with jacket time and some of the other things we've been seeing here, um, 
it's it's pretty wild and again it's parts of it are good and parts i'm kind of here for and parts of it are just not uh but all these all these things put together i, I should say very briefly we had the, the thing with diamond mind uh but, sorry diamond mine uh, uh of the 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 not the Briggs, the Creed, the Creed, the Creed brothers losing, uh, and that also set up a match with Braun Breaker and Roderick Strong next week. I'm sure that'll be good. Um, you know, I'm sure that uh, you know. Again, admittedly, uh, it feels like that, that the the outcome there feels pretty inevitable. Uh, but part of that is also Joe Gacy. He, he even said tonight he's kind of coming after the 205 Live show name because it's too restrictive. So maybe they are teasing something there. Uh, or not, who knows, but uh, can afford to that. Under Chase challenged Tony, Tony D'Angelo to a match next week. They, were, they had a brief thing backstage as well, and we saw that Harland will be making his in-ring debut. Uh, can expect to see him uh, as as Steven, Steven saying, or sorry, Steven said the card. Someone said you can expect to see Harland just, oh, Eddie's saying he'll just be uh, destroying everything, and I would imagine that's probably the case, and I'm sure he'll look great. So, I'm looking forward to seeing that next week. Uh, you know, but yeah, you know, it was an eventful show. Johnny, you had said yourself coming out of the show, maybe with more questions than we may have wanted. But overall, here, all things considered, what do you think about the uh, NXT tonight? Uh, six out of ten. Yeah, a little below average. The departure of two of the biggest stars in quite some time. Uh, there was just, um, I don't know. It's 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 changed more. Uh, I sh- I should have listened to Luke in september but i didn't and i gave it a chance and it well it didn't work out like i wanted it to so what, what do you think well real quick here one brief thing i can touch on duke hudson wore a very very bad wig because he he got shaved on sunday and now we're getting a no holds barred match for some reason because wanted to prove that he, he could beat uh duke hudson without cheating even though he didn't really cheat on sunday Fine. So we'll see that next week. The the wig was goofy. I'm not. That's that's not my my brand of humor. I'm not really. That's not what I'm here for. But that's in line with NXT 2.0, man. Like that's that's what they're doing. And that's just saying. Who cares about a wig? I mean, yeah. I I got a haircut today. Like all about getting a haircut, man. Like I know it's a different wrestling, but like I don't care. You know, it's a wig. You know, and if he, if he gets shaved, like Rocket Man, you got you got the bald head. You can pull it off. Go for it. Man, but I I don't have much to say about it. You know, I'm sure the match will be good. Hopefully, Grimes will win. Hopefully, he'll he'll. I mean, so I've been saying I've seen people tonight saying hopefully he'll get a title shot, but maybe even title reign. Um, but yeah, one of many lackluster things here uh, about the wig and the jacket time stuff, and didn't I didn't care for the the, the specific ending of the show, uh, and and really part of my my my. My my reaction here is just again being kind of more just kind of it's kind of down. It's like you know if Gargano and Kyle are going, which feels uh likely here, uh, that's 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 a tough pill to swallow. And again, wishing them nothing nothing but the best. Uh, but some of the comments here before I get my own number, Eddie's saying a five point seven, uh, Stephen saying a six. Hates to see Kyle and Johnny go if they're going. Yeah, it's 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 rough, man. DJ going with a a fitting two point rating, saying the show sucked. You know, <laughs> uh, Brian giving it a 6.5 saying NXT took 2.0, took a step back from what was a good war games show. Um, yeah, I actually thought war games was good as, as, as someone who's been pretty, pretty critical of NXT 2.0 here. I thought the, the war game show on Sunday was very much in line with, 
they, they, they takeovers of old, at least as, as much as it could be. Uh, but Nasha with a six as well. Hermit Car with 6.5. Luke saying whatever the lowest possible number is out of 10. So zero. Not, so he gives it a zero. Or, or, or negative, if, if you want to go into the negative. Well, I, I, I heard that he was going to give it an opportunity at New Year's Evil and try to start getting back into it in the 2022. Uh, I believe he had put it in his New Year's resolution to get back into NXT, give it another chance. And what perfect time than New Year's Evil when it looks like we might have a new champion. And, and uh, I don't want to say fresh start, but I like to say NXT 2.5 because it's almost like... <laughs> there you go. Uh, I mean, I feel like that's where we're going, right? That that this this opening stretch has been... John John's laughing. He, he muted himself. But um, I don't know. We say it all the time. It's my it's my job. It's our job to be here every week watching it. I I'm not a fan of the show as it currently is, and just the and I hate to I hate to like write it off uh, of like this is NXT now. I don't like it, but that's kind of what we're looking at. And Brian's saying that he's trying with NXT 2.0, but misses the old NXT. That is very much where I've been since September, especially the where I am now coming out of the the War Games show on Sunday. You can, you can hope. You can hope, you know, uh, I, I cut myself off, you know, uh, with, with, with like, that's pretty, you know, I, I like that kind of the, the even if you're joking about 2.5, this, this opening stretch may be a little rough, but, but if you think, okay, they could have like the, the crowning moment of Braun Breaker and maybe some of the other things kind of like as this, again, yeah, John, as, as you said, not, not a new beginning, but I, you know, soft reset i don't know the new, new year new nxt whatever man um there's something to be said for that if they do wind up doing that but you know well we will press on we will, we will no matter what we're going to be here uh well, we're going to be here trying to enjoy nxt 2.0 Steven's saying it's hard to get used to greed but we, we we are trying we're trying to make the most of it we're trying to then they we're just trying to make a good show here Whatever, whatever they do on NXT, we try to take that and roll it into a good show over here. Uh, and that's what we're, that's our goal here at Rose Zone, whether it's the Raw show on Monday, the NXT show with John and I on Monday and NXT on Tuesday. Uh, Robert and I are going to be here back on Friday as scheduled for SmackDown. These are testing. I don't I, 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 I don't know. I have no idea who that was. Absolutely yeah. zero. I again, I, I unfortunately missed the pretty much the first hour of the show. That was one thing on that first hour or so. Unfortunately, I missed that. I wish I could be more of assistance, but uh, I'm sure uh, some, some eagle eyed person on on the on social media probably figured that out. So um, if I happen to catch it, I'll pass it along. But with that being said, we'll be back here. Um, whether next is great or whether it's not uh, next week on uh, next week, next Tuesday for NXT 2.0, Robert and I will be Don't here on Friday. Don't fool yourself. Don't fool yourself. That we're, not, that we're going to be back. You said next week whether it's great. Oh. <laughs> there's no, there's no. Weather okay. Hey man, I'm I, like I try so hard to be optimistic. Okay, even on a night like tonight when I am like down about Johnny Gargano and Kyle Riley potentially leaving, I try to just like be hopeful. Be like, hey, maybe it'll be okay. Great, maybe been a stretch. All right, but maybe maybe it'll be a good show. We've had some like fairly good, good ish. Uh, episodes. Do you just say I'm tired, my friend? I had three interviews today. Okay, I had the the privilege of speaking with my favorite wrestler, Matt Cardona, for the second time today. I interviewed uh, two Ring of Honor. Uh, I said what one Ring of Honor star, one Ring of Honor stable. But the third interview came during NXT, the first hour. The Rock. 
I I'm going to be one of the, the very, very talented people at uh, Ring of Honor. They've got a great pay-per-view this weekend at Final Battle, the literally at the end of an era. So I'll be covering that on Saturday as well. Um, but no, if I, if I seem tired, I am tired. All right. It is now 11 o'clock on Tuesday. It's been a long day. Uh, but like, no matter what, I, I, I still come here and, and try my best to to give you all a good show, to to enjoy the wrestling with you all, because I always just uh, doing doing the shows is, is a highlight of my day. Hearing all, all of your thoughts, talking to John, talking about this wild world of wrestling here. Um, when I, I it is an absolute privilege to, to do it. And, and you know, as, as long as I can, I, I, I try to make it work in terms of if I had, if I had an interview. I, I I purposely made it for eight fifteen so I could still do the show. I'm rambling now, but the point is, like I I try as much as I can to still be here as I can and to be here because I appreciate you all. I thank you all so very much for listening, for being your for your consistent, uh, persistent support. Whether it's a good episode of NXT or not, whether it's whatever show it is, I appreciate you so much. We thank you so much for listening. It means so very much. As always, all of our shows, all of our interviews. As I said, I've got plenty coming up, so make sure to leave a like and subscribe. All of our platforms. And with that being said, John, with that being said, whether whatever show it is, whatever, whatever, whatever it might be, whether it's good or bad or maybe between, we try to do one thing above all others. And can you tell me what that is? Enjoy wrestling. Indeed. Thanks for listening, everybody.